July, which is one day after Mick the Ambo's birthday. So happy birthday to Mick the Ambo for yesterday. I should have had a happy birthday thing. I don't have one up. Really, really bad. Good evening, Wentzy. How are you, buddy? Uh, g'day, matey. It's, uh, yes, you're right. Wensi is my name, and I'm coming to you from the traditional owners of the land on which I live and work, the Yagra and Turbals peoples. Uh, yes, you threw me there a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I did, because uh, we've been doing this show for a long time, and I don't know if you've ever forgotten your name before, so I'm, you know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Um... I can't take it anymore! Good afternoon, good evening, good day, and good morning, Blurtsters, wherever you are around the world. You are listening to the Blue Blurt. We acknowledge the First Nations peoples of this land, the traditional custodians, and pay our respects to the elders past, present, and future. We recognise the ongoing impacts of colonisation and the importance of a voice to Parliament to ensure the sovereignty and self-determination of First Nation peoples is respected and upheld. We commit to working together towards a just and equitable future for all Australians. Good evening. I'm Keely, and tonight I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country, calling nation of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded, always has been, and always will be Aboriginal land. Uh, tonight I am coming to you from the wonderful Nam city, uh, which is uh, Melbourne, for anyone um, not orientated that uh, way. And it's 11 past 8 on a Tuesday on the 25th of July, which is one day after Mick the Ambo's birthday. So happy birthday to Mick the Ambo for yesterday. I should have had a happy birthday thing. I don't have one up. Really, really yeah. bad. Good evening, Wensi. How are you, buddy? Uh, g'day, matey. It's, uh, yes, you're right. Wensi is my name, and I'm coming to you from the traditional owners of the land on which I live and work, the Yagra and Turbrils peoples. Uh, yes, you threw me there a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I did because uh, we've been doing this show for a long time and I don't know if you've ever forgotten your name before. So I'm, you know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I'll just attribute, attribute that to my age. Just getting older. It's, gonna, it's only going to get worse over the coming years on this show, I think. So get used to uh, it. It's so, you know, look, it's so true. It is so true. But it's interesting because I was speaking to um, a girl today at work who just happens to be replacing me at work, which um, which actually I need. I need one of these. I just, uh, just bear with me. I need just one of these. Here we go. Yep. need one of these. Are you yep. leaving your work? I'm, well, I'm not leaving, no. Um, I'm getting uh, the... Uh, Getting the ass. <laughs> they're um they're kicking me out. I'm not I'm not leaving. Oh. Um yeah. Which is which is unfortunate. I've been there for five years and um mm. there you go. But anyway, less about me and more about her because uh she was just saying she's only like, I don't know, she's you know, she's early thirties, maybe young thirty, mm. I don't know, whatever. But she's young. And uh she was talking about certain little injuries that she she had that she's still carrying that she's been carrying mm. for the last couple of months, and I said, "Why do you get to my age? Every day something <laughs> happens. It's like Jesus, it's just ridiculous." Yeah. Um, just, the old man just, grunt as you move uh, around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very just, well versed in that and practiced. 
<laughs> just a walking bag of bones. But actually, talking yeah. about a walking bag of bones, we will do a little bit of Trump watch tonight or Trump watch. We will do a little bit of Trump watch tonight. Um, also, we'll talk about the Barb and the Heimer um, experience. And if you're not quite sure what that is, just hang in there and you'll find out pretty mm-hmm. quick. Um, we're going to talk about uh, dog poo passport. Don't ask me. Ask Wentzy. And uh, the Singapore passport being a very, very good one. And on um, Party in the USA tonight, Wentzy is talking about women soccer players and the differentiation of their pay packets between them and the men. I would make the assumption that is what the conversation will be about. I am going to be... Yes, yes. I'm going to be talking about cricket. Seems to be taking off in Houston, Texas. I know. I know. I thought that as well. But, um, yeah, yeah, weird, weird. But the reason is because um, Houston, Texas is getting so many, uh, so much uh, Indian migration, i.e. Indian, Mm -hmm. i.e. Pakistani Indian people that follow cricket. So they've really been pushing the the cricket in there. So we'll we'll talk about that. The big one for the night, the finale, will be we will be reality checking the um, yes and no pamphlets because – uh, of the voice campaign and uh, I, yes it will be meaty and uh listen out for this because you'll probably hear it quite a lot because i will be doing the no campaign when don't we give come... it away yet don't give uh, it away yet give it away okay all right i'll, I'll leave them in suspenders but um, leave i'll it do that in suspenders that's right all right not a problem i'll do that but before we do that we will be back in just a second when you give blood you're more than just a blood donor you're the lifeblood of Australia. Search Give Blood and book your donation with Australian Red Cross Lifeblood today. Give life. Give blood. The Australia Institute produces high-quality research that has real-world impact, whether it's revealing the $10.3 billion in fossil fuel subsidies provided by federal and state governments last year or our long-standing research advocating for a federal anti-corruption commission with real teeth we change minds. To donate, head on over to australiainstitute.org.au. And we're back. Uh, speaking of back, um, yes. back of your hand, how's it going? Oh, uh, look, it's a good question. Um, it's still strapped up with yep. uh, watching. Yes, yes, not bad, but I'm still, as you can tell, I'm still left-hand mousing, which is still okay. quite... Um, <laughs> Yes, it is. That's the word we're looking for. It is challenging. Definitely challenging. It, it's weird because, like, so, you know, I'm so do- right-hand dominant and it's like you'd be doing something and before you know it, the mouse is on the floor. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, well, that didn't work. That didn't work to plan. That wasn't exactly what I was planning. So, um, but anyway. Uh, um, but, you yeah, know, look, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, yeah, I get the stitches out on Friday. Excellent. Yes. So we'll free up your hand a little bit. Yes, probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. But uh, I mainly, I've mainly got the wrapping on now, just so that um, I remember that there's a problem, and I mm. just sort of keep away from it because it's really easy yeah. to sort of touch Bump it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can and um, that that part hurts a little bit, but um, yeah. But anyway, getting back to what we're talking about in banter. Mm-hmm. Or actually, mm. no. Before we go to banter. I noticed we've got does X mark the spot. 
Well, Correct. my question to you is, Wentzai, does mm. it mark the spot? And what spot is it marking? It definitely seems to be a target, that's for sure. Good old, Our good old mate, uh, Elon Musk, has over the weekend decided to get rid of the the bird and I'm oh, not really? talking about yeah I'm not talking about the middle finger I'm no, talking about well, the, the I, I the will logo. never I will never have the bird got ridden of when it comes to musk it will be a know, permanent feature believe me exactly exactly right but he has decided to get rid of the bird logo and replace it with an X how uh, boring what the fuck Get, exactly. Exactly. No, I don't know what his reasoning right, is, but it's just a nut job, as we all know. He, well, he is an absolute nutbag. So my question to you is, if if you're not okay, so if it's not called Twitter, right? Mm. So you're well, not it's still tweeting. called Twitter. It's is still it? called Twitter. He's rebranding it. Well, actually, yeah. Is Why it would really you call it Twitter with an X? X? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Makes no sense, does it? Because you've got to remember last year when he took over, he said the bird is freed when he when he took over Twitter. So I don't know if this is what he meant. Uh, that he's getting a lot of birds was gonna get me. rid of. So it's, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how this works. So does that mean we're X's or exiting? Well you and I tweeting? you and I are. You and I are. We're Gen X's. So, yes. Or are we exiting yes. Twitter? Well, I am. Going over I to am. Sproutable... This Friday. Um, <laughs> But, but, uh, but yeah, no, well, that's well, that I mean, we're on threads, spoutable Twitter, which I'm sort of mm. lessening a bit now because I have mm. noticed a few nut jobs coming through. I've, seen, I've mm. seen a few, I've sort of opened a few tweets and I can see a little bit of cooking going on. And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't need to be looking at that recipe this time of the mm. morning. Thanks very much. So, yeah, um, when we talk about cooking, pace, uh, Seems like the bird is dead. Yeah, maybe, Vicky, yeah. that could be true. Yeah. Uh, Vicky's just saying X, X makes it seem like the bird is dead. Yeah, and I like the bird. I, I don't yeah. particularly want it to be It's iconic. Mm. It's, it's what Twitter was, and it's got the history. It's been around for over 10 years. Apparently, there was a, um, uh, there was a uh, piece of software, a platform, that you could use with Twitter called TweetDeck. Oh, uh, yeah. And I remember that in the old days, and that's actually where tweets came from. Right. So it didn't come from Twitter as such. It mm. came from TweetDeck because then they, yeah, they'd say that they'd send a tweet because it was coming from mm. TweetDeck. Right. So, yeah. And then I don't know what happened to TweetDeck, but it, it mm. was sort of like this platform that was sort of, you know, it could sort of be rolled up into something and you could use Twitter inside it sort of thing, if you know what I mean. Mm. But anyway, yeah, no, got no idea what's going to happen Definitely. there either. I've got as about much idea what's going to happen with Musk as I do with what you do with a dog poo passport. So could you please uh, just enlighten us on this one? Okay. Very, very interested. This came across uh, my eyeballs just a few days ago and I thought, what the hell is this all about? But in a, in a little town called um, Breviers, I think is the town in France. No, Beziers, B-E-Z-I-E-R-S. Had lo- to come from France. It yeah. had to come from France. So the local mayor there, Robert Menard, is a little bit shitty about dog shit um, <laughs> being left behind uh, in in the public place. So he has come up with the ingenious idea of 
enforcing, and it's a trial that's starting this month and goes for two years, where he wants to enforce um, all dog owners to go get a um, DNA or genetic test of their dog, so with a saliva swab, and then the owners will get a, a dog passport with that genetic um, composition for their dog to identify the dog. And if the dog shits anywhere in public and is left behind, the uh, left behind, cleaners, I like it. Very nice, very good. People who clean up the mess from council will have the right to take the dog sample, get it tested, and then go to the uh, owner and find them. $63 the fine, and there'll be a $202 cleaning fee on top of that. You know what they should do? They should mm. do all of that, and then they should pick that up, pick that uh, dog turd up, put it in a bag, set it alight, and put it on their front porch. That's what they should do. <laughs> and then yes. and find them at the same time. That would really, exactly. you know. But I love that. Oh, the French yeah. are awesome. Yeah. And, I, I um, think it's got merit. Oh, it's brilliant. We should be doing yeah. it here. Yeah, it's, exactly. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, but the the thing I was going to say, though, it's interesting because I remember years ago when we were in um, Paris and we were we were walking around one particular area and we were playing um, Dodge the Dog Turd and uh, and uh, it was just we you know every every second word was just turtle it turtle it turtle it turtle it turtle it turtle it. Especially when you got a small kid, you know, because they yeah. just sort of walk in one line. They don't yeah. sort of dodge stuff. Oblivious, so. oblivious to all of that. Yes. Care. So we sort of had to say, look, if you walk in one of them, you're not getting lunch. So <laughs> think about it. Think yes. about it. So. She learned quickly, oh, well. I bet. She didn't. Eat. But, uh, you know, they, they really suffer badly from it there. Um, mm. They definitely did 20 years ago. So I don't know if they still do, but... Um, mm. But the thing is, see, dogs in France, is why my mum loved France so much, uh, they used to, they've always let them in their stores and mm. in their cafes and yep. all that stuff. They've done that yep. for a long time. So, yeah. You uh, see I that mean, in not Vietnam. The, not Thailand. the stray ones. Not the no, stray ones. The they don't just say, you know, come in here. No, <laughs> not that. But, um, no, no. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Well, I yeah, it's awesome. that was a funny story. Yeah, it's a very, very good one. Mm. And um, and then you've got another one on passports as well. What's what's the other one? Yeah, so recently um, there's a there's an annual survey of um, countries' power in terms of um, where their passports go, how far you can go. It's called the Henley Passport Index, and it measures um, each passport's um, ability to get, travel internationally without a visa. And Australia has gone up from eighth position to sixth. Uh, there's a whole bunch of um, countries ahead of us, and there's lot, lots of countries that are equal uh, footing. But yes, so we've gone up from eighth to sixth. Singapore has taken the lead over from Japan. So Singapore ranked one in the world um, with visa-free access to 192 countries. Basically means you can hop on a plane, land 192. somewhere. That's a, quite a lot. That is unbelievable. That is uh, Japan. Do, do you know how many? Japan. Yeah. Do you know how many? Mm. Do you know how many Australia at all? Uh, yes. Yes. Australia can get you to 
186 countries visa-free. We're behind the Kiwis in, in New Zealand. Oh, They're wow. ranked fifth. Oh, They're wow. 180, 187 countries where they can travel oh, visa-free. One, one more. One more. Wow. Visa-free travel, um, basically, as it states, like I said before, just turn up to a country and you don't need the visa and they'll just stamp it on arrival. There's others that also... Um, Countries that interest me, for example, Vietnam, I still need to get a visa, same as Chile, um, traveling on an Australian passport. So you need to get that ahead of time. So yeah, yeah. So I thought that's quite interesting to see where we were. And sixth is the highest we've ever been. That was this year, 2015, 2013, and 2012. Came second. Second was Germany, Italy, Spain, and Austria with 189 visa-free access countries and then a whole bunch of others in third with 189 which includes japan yes uh that was extremely unprofessional of me sorry uh so that's all right it wasn't funny no um, that's good but... okay because i was off wasn't looking at your screen or our screen where we see each other and i turned back and realized you disappeared i've gone where's he gone <laughs> It's all good. It's all yes. good. But uh, good. we're just going to do, yeah, no, absolutely. Just going to do a tiny bit of this. Losers only, it's Rebwa. China. It is, uh, it is Trump Watch that the former president, aka Orange Head, faces 19 legal actions, about half of which allege improper conduct during his presidency. That all? Yeah, that, well, that's all. <laughs> You'd think there'd be heaps more, but anyway, go on, carry on. <laughs> Most of the cases fall under three themes, financial wrongdoings that made him more money, his role in the January 6, 2021 insurrection, and his alleged interference in 2020 election. In New York, Trump faces 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. This is the good one, though. This is the kicker. Mm. Yeah. In Florida, the Justice Department brought 37 counts against him for his handling of classified documents after leaving the White House, making him the first president to be a complete and utter fuckwit to <laughs> face federal criminal charges. Honestly, you you talked about dog shit before, and it was very mm. apt because he's he's definitely as dumb as that. There's no doubt about it. He's the, he's the biggest um, turd of them all. Yes, he is absolutely. There is no doubt about it whatsoever. And apparently, that uh, case for thirty-seven account, uh, counts against him is going to now go ahead in May twenty twenty-four. Awesome. Uh, it was just confirmed the other day by Judge uh, Eileen Cannon, who was a um, judge, uh, sorry, uh, Trump appointed judge when he was there. Oh, wow. There you go. So, yeah, so that doesn't seem like a conflict of interest at all, does it? No. <laughs> Are these charges being brought on by, uh, what's his name, Ron DeSantis? Because he's Florida. Is that his way of, of trying to push... Trump out of the presidential race? You mean the 37 counts? Yeah. In no, the 37, 37 accounts uh, by Jack Smith, Jack Smith, who is the prosecuting um, 
I think he's a prosecuting attorney or he probably might have another title. Vicky might know yeah, okay. who she's about. He is basically uh, the chief investigator against uh, against Trump in the, uh, the mm. as I say, the 37 uh, counts. The yeah, interesting I thing know. is that now he's getting indicted. Oh, yeah, and we haven't even talked about he'll have another case against Jean Carroll because um, she's going to uh, charge him again because mm. he said after she won her case that it was a hoax and um, uh, right. it was all full of crap. So she yep. went, okay, I'm <laughs> going to sue you again, you bastard. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and the federal judge, because uh, he was trying to appeal or something and just mm. threw it out and went, nah, she can sue your ass, not a problem. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so there you go. So that's a tiny bit of Trump watch for you this week. Do you have anything else? In oh, I do actually. I do have something else in banter. Mm. Do you have anything else in banter? Because you had a couple of things to talk about. Oh, Trump watch is one of them. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I something I about the weekend, to... I believe. Yes, yes, yes. I need, I need to crack. I need to crack on. So, uh, yeah. So what happened last weekend is they had an opening called. Uh, basically, they've sort of dubbed it called Barbenheimer. And it was all about Barbie <laughs> and Oppenheimer opening the same weekend. And this has been an absolute uh, whirlwind for cash for Hollywood. Mm. They've absolutely loved this. So the two uh, big films, yeah, Special Counsel, yeah, nice work. Jack's misses the Special Counsel um, that go. is, yeah, yeah indicting uh, Trump on those the 37 Trump. counts. Yeah. yeah, because it's on a charge of espionage, so it's pretty serious. Yeah, pretty serious, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty anyway, serious. Anyway, so back to Barbenheimer. Yes, back to Barbenheimer. So Greta Gerwig, she's an American director, screenwriter, actress, etc., etc. She's probably on strike at the She has directed No, she several... wouldn't be because she's, she's a director. So she's – and the Directors Guild have come to an agreement. So she's yeah, probably still but she, working. <laughs> but she's a screenwriter and actor, so she could be striking. Oh, uh, yeah, side, true. Yeah, true. I don't know if she's that. Yeah. But yeah, totally. um, she, she, she's been behind some excellent films. Little Women in 2019, which is a great film. Oh, Lady okay. Bird, yeah. 2017, an, uh, mm -hmm. another good film. Christopher Nolan, who's behind Oppenheimer. Well, if you don't know Christopher Nolan, you probably don't go to the movies very often because one of the absolute crackers that I always remember that had Guy Pearce that I absolutely mm. adore was Memento in 2000. Oh, was he behind um, that one? Literally. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he was. He was indeed. And obviously, but Batman Begins, 2005, The Dark Knight, 2008, etc., etc. So, and Dunkirk in 2017. So <laughs> he's a little bit of a heavy wow. hit. Um, yeah. So now Oppenheimer for uh, 2023, which is uh, a story of, um, of the scientists that basically discover the nuclear bomb. Yeah, pretty much. The first one. That, it and, yeah. The, yeah, absolutely. I don't Affected want to go to the too US. far. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to go too much into that, actually, because what we might do is when we do a um, what's on the box um, in a few weeks' time or something, by the time I've seen it, then I could review it. So but, that uh, begs the question, have yes, you seen the yes. other one? What's the other one? Barbie. Oh, Barbie. No, no, I haven't. Okay. And I have wanted to see it, but in, I'm not in that case. movies. I will review Barbie and you can review nice. Oppenheimer when we do that segment in a couple Excellent. weeks' time, I guess. I know who's going to have more fun. Barbie <laughs> movie. Oh, okay. All right. 
okay, it was interesting because my daughter saw it. She gave it a solid mm. two and a half word stars. Really? So, um, well, yes. Vicky says Barbie it's movie is bloody awesome. Solid recommend. She has. She has said that. I have a feeling, a little bit of an inkling, that's a Lana and Woodley joke. But anyway, so I've got a bit of a feeling that, that there was a lot of irony and a lot of like second level sort of humor in Barbie. Mm. Yeah. I just feel that there's some sort of black bits. I've seen the trailer and I, when I first saw it, I was like, what the hell is this? And then I kept watching, mm. kept watching, kept yeah. watching. And I've and I've listened to Greta Gerwig and I've listened to um, Margot Robbie in mm-hmm. interview. And yeah. uh, it, it's it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. So, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll have fun. I mean, I will see it definitely, but I'll probably see mm. it um, on Netflix or whatever. Whereas Oppenheimer, yeah, I would love to see the movies. Yeah, just get blown yeah, out of no, the seat. It goes we're planning on watching it later this hours. week. Yes, yeah, that is a long movie, isn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably well, obviously, we'll either see it in New Zealand or I'll see it by myself when mm. Ness goes overseas in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, but um, but digressing from that, as we always always do, I thought I might mm. just uh, uh, go through a couple of the ticket sales really quickly. He says quickly. Yep. So the estimated ticket sales for last Friday uh, through to Sunday, as of July the twenty fourth. Was no hard feelings. Was one dot one million. That's uh, this is the top ten going from ten to yeah. one. Okay, and it just shows you the difference in in in, um, in films and quality. No hard feelings is a Jennifer Lawrence vehicle, I believe, mm-hmm. and oh, Indy saw that too, that and she yeah. wasn't particularly yeah Impressed. she wasn't particularly enamored on yeah. that one either. Transformers, 1.1, yeah, whatever. Spider-Man, who cares? 2.8 million, Uh, just getting sick of it. Elemental, 5.8 million. I don't know what that is. Wow. Um, It's an animated mm, movie. That's pretty good then. Yeah. Considering it beat the other four. Insidious, Mm. The Red Door, 6.5 million. I don't know what that is. I'd have to do some blah, blah on that. The new Indiana Jones, which I will have to see because I've seen all the others. And the mm. dial of destiny is only got six point seven million. Only, that's yeah. we're talking Australian numbers here, aren't we? Because uh, no, these are American with... numbers. American shit. Okay. Yeah, and these are dollars. These are dollars, and and these are shit. The ones I've given you so far are, are rubbish. Mm. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, nineteen point five. Wow, which I saw that's... on the weekend is awesome. Loved it. I. I know it will be because the motorcycle stunt that he does, mm, I've seen yeah. all the – did you see yes. the background video on that? Yes, I, I saw that last year, I think, or earlier this year, and I just so looking it forward just, to the movie. I know, I know. We'll, I want we'll to put, see that We'll too. put that in the uh, show notes. Yeah, so definitely. I, absolutely. No, I definitely want to see that one as well. Sound of Freedom, I don't know about that one. I need to probably look at it. 20.1 million and ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Oppenheimer, 80.5 million. Wow. So that is, you know, really huge compared to what I've what seen. What number is that? And One Barbie. Oh, sorry, what, uh, two. Barbie takes out number one with 155 million. Wow. <laughs> So and nearly, nearly double Oppenheimer. Double, yeah, and and, and Oppenheimer and, has quadrupled the one before that. So it just mm, shows you amazing. 
Barbie and um, the up. people who dressed up for the Barbie movie, I think, um, were having a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Well, India did. She she uh, totally dressed up. Yeah, excellent. And um, and where she went, they did uh, pink popcorn. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Not surprised. Um, I think so I think was... grilled. Um, we're doing Barbie themed um, uh, burgers as well. Burgers. Pink, yeah. Pink pink buns uh, was one of them. Because at our local cinema, there's a grilled right next to the cinema, so they were doing something like that. So yeah, everyone oh, was uh, nice. in on on the on the in the in on the fun. Oh, that's good. That sounds awesome, and uh, we will definitely uh, take you up on that, Vicky. We'll uh, definitely have to um, check that out for sure. I think it will be fun. I love Ryan Gosling, mm. and I like Margot Robbie, so you know, and I like what Greta Gerwig writes. So you know, I'll. See when I get there. Oh, yes. Yes, well, it would have been amazing because your hair, see, people can't see your hair, but I don't know if your hair is still pink and red, but it is in your photo. Um, and I'm sure that would look amazing with uh, pink stuff. So, yeah, you would look yes. awesome. No doubt about it. So. And but, um, for those yep. listening, Vicky has just said, I dressed up. I was at a cinema sea of pink. Oh, it was a cinema sea of pink. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but just the other day, um, Biden and Obama, mm-hmm. they had a meme. I, I think I, I'm, because so much AI now, it's hard to tell, but I'm pretty sure it was real. They both had a dark pink suit and a light pink suit on. Oh, wow. Cool. Didn't say it looked, that. Looked, yeah, it looked really good too. looked really, really good. Now, look, um, we need to pay for a couple of things on this show, so I just need to uh, play this, and then we'll be back with Party in the USA. Oh, nothing hurts my soul more than getting a bunch of money from paid sponsorship. Cash for comment. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of cash, have you tried the new cash app? <laughs> Send and receive money from anyone instantly with the cash app. Oh, God, say you want to get $10,000 from Valvoline, just for mentioning the word Valvoline. Just give them your Cash App username and they can send it to you immediately. No questions asked. Download the Cash App today, Valvoline. The new blurb is brought to you by Wensi and Kickstart, usually on a Tuesday evening. You can catch us on all the socials, as they say, the Blurt YouTube channel. We have a Twitter Blurt handle and there is a Blurt Star Facebook page as well. So if you're interested in getting getting in touch, it's uh, blurtstar at gmail.com and we will get back to you as soon as we can if you've got any questions. Until next week, there'll be another feed coming at you. Has been a Get Off The Glass production. It's brought to you by Wincy and Gangster.